Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. This is part four of the series, The Social Responsibility in Islam, by Abdurrahman Azzam. So, the title of this part, Solidarity, the Fruit of a Righteous Society. The emphasis on individual and collective responsibility is part and parcel of the teaching of right doing, the second fundamental of Islam after belief in the one Allah. No armor is more suitable for resisting evil and the ills of society than Islamic ethical upbringing, upon which the fortunes and status of men in Islamic society have always rested. It is the element which solidifies the community and preserves it from decay. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence and solidarity among the newly converted Muslims until the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib and Muhajirin of Mecca into an all-encompassing brotherhood which ultimately transcended brotherhood based on lineage and kinship. Ansar are the supporters, the people from Medina, and Muhajirun are the immigrants, the people uh, of uh, Mecca. The message gave rise to a closely knit and unified nation which became the font of all authority. The consensus of that nation was low and its word was decisive. This nation came to vouch for its members who became a responsible living force, enjoying a faith and possessing a religion perfected only through loyalty to the community and sacrificing for its cause. Think not of those who are slain in the way of Allah as dead. Nay, they are living. With their Lord they have provision. Ali Amran chapter 3 verse 169. In Islamic communities that have uh, preserved uh, Muslim traditions, I've witnessed an incomparable sense of interdependence and solidarity which no social architect uh, could improve on as a basis for a world society. Tawarq tribes. I have seen certain Tawarq tribes of North Africa display this uh, blissful solidarity in their lives no one among them lives for himself only, he lives for his people. My attention was first attracted to them by a Muslim who left his own country and settled among the Tawarqs in uh, Fizan. He enjoyed the, their protection, lived by their gracious bounty, and then departed in search of a living in order to repay them their favor, leaving his family in the protection of this Islamic community. But ill luck accompanied him and he was unable to earn enough. He came to us in uh, Misurata in Tribalitania seeking aid. It was offered to him so he could return to his family. He returned to Misurata after an absence of about a year. 
was assumed at first that he was uh, returning from his family, but it was assumed at first that he was returning from his family, but this was not the case. When asked why he had not gone back to his family after the first encounter, he replied, Since we last met, I have traded with what came into my hands, and what I now possess is sufficient to take back to the Tawarqs. To the Tawarqs, I inquired, or to your children, to the Tawarqs first, for they nourished my children during my absence. I will now be responsible for the children of those absent among them, and I will divide what Allah has granted me between my children and those of my neighbors. He was asked whether the entire community shared his attitude toward neighbors, and he replied, We share together and alike blessings and misfortunes. Grace is with him who displays it, and a member would be ashamed to return to the camp empty-handed, in shame not before uh, his household members but before his neighbors who await his return in the same manner as does his family. As a modern non-Muslim writer puts it, in Muslim society the family will always care for its old people, its orphans, its uh, idiots, uh, its uh, uh, near uh, duels, its near duels and even its delinquents. In this, it offers a marked contrast to the modern West where relatives are all too often looked upon as disagreeable acquaintances and where the misfits are frequently left to their fate or thrust into public institutions. If Islam is not a welfare state, it is at least uh, it at least produces whole welfare families where everyone is cared for whether they deserve it or not. This communal spirit is not a peculiarity of the Tawarqs and similar desert folk, nor is it a condition of their tribal solidarity. It is rather the Islamic spirit uh, uh, more more evident. It is rather the Islamic spirit more evident among those who still live in seclusion from modern materialistic life. This spirit is to be observed in Islamic villages and towns which still bear faithfully the stamp of Islam, whether the town is in the east or in the west, and whether the inhabitants are Arabs or non-Arabs, whites or blacks. Muslim peoples in many localities still live uh, the life of uh, plenty, plentitude, of a uh, plenitude of plenitude, contentment, interdependence, and solidarity in search of beneficence. They still remain close to being that uh, righteous, they still remain close to being that righteous society ordained by the propagator of the message Muhammad as contrasted with tens of millions of Muslims who have been seduced by modern materialistic cultures and who live for themselves and prefer to gratify their lust rather than to be beneficent toward even their relatives, let alone their neighbors. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four, the solidarity, the fruits of a righteous society. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, 
most merciful. Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. This is part four of the series, The Social Responsibility in Islam, by Abdurrahman Azzam. So, the title of this part, Solidarity, the Fruit of a Righteous Society. The emphasis on individual and collective responsibility is part and parcel of the teaching of right doing, the second fundamental of Islam after belief in the one Allah. No armor is more suitable for resisting evil and the ills of society than Islamic ethical upbringing upon which the fortunes and status of men in Islamic society have always rested. It is the element which solidifies the community and preserves it from decay. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence and solidarity among the newly converted Muslims until the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib and Muhajirin of Mecca into an all-encompassing brotherhood which ultimately transcended brotherhood based on lineage and kinship. Ansar are the supporters, the people from Medina, and Muhajirun are the immigrants, the people uh, of uh, Mecca. The message gave rise to a closely knit and unified nation which became the font of all authority the consensus of that nation was low and its word was decisive this nation came to vouch for its members who became a responsible living force enjoying a faith and possessing a religion perfected only through loyalty to the community and sacrificing for its cause think not of those who are slain in the way of allah as dead nay they are living with their Lord, they have provision. Ali Amran, chapter 3, verse 169. In Islamic communities that have preserved Muslim traditions, I've witnessed an incomparable sense of interdependence and solidarity which no social architect could improve on as a basis for a world society. Tawarq tribes. I have seen certain Tawarq tribes of North Africa display this uh, blissful solidarity in their lives. No one among them lives for himself only, he lives for his people. My attention was first attracted to them by a Muslim who left his own country and settled among the Tawarqs in uh, Fizan. He enjoyed the, their protection, lived by their gracious bounty, and then departed in search of a living in order to repay them their favor, leaving his family in the protection of this Islamic community. But ill luck accompanied him, and he was unable to earn enough. He came to us in uh, Misurata in Tripolitania, seeking aid it was offered to him, so he could return to his family. He returned to Misurata after an absence of about a year. It was assumed at first that he was uh, returning from his family, but 
was assumed at first that he was returning from his family, but this was not the case. When asked why he had not gone back to his family after the first encounter, he replied, Since we last met, I have traded with what came into my hands, and what I now possess is sufficient to take back to the Tawarqs. To the Tawarqs, I inquired, or to your children, to the Tawarqs first, for they nourished my children during my absence. I will now be responsible for the children of those absent among them, and I will divide what Allah has granted me between my children and those of my neighbors. He was asked whether the entire community shared his attitude toward neighbors, and he replied, We share together and alike blessings and misfortunes. Grace is with him who displays it, and a member would be ashamed to return to the camp empty-handed, in shame not before uh, his household members but before his neighbors who await his return in the same manner as does his family. As a modern non-Muslim writer puts it, in Muslim society the family will always care for its old people, its orphans, its idiots, uh, its uh, uh, near uh, duels, its near duels and even its delinquents. In this, it offers a marked contrast to the modern West where relatives are all too often looked upon as disagreeable acquaintances and where the misfits are frequently left to their fate or thrust into public institutions. If Islam is not a welfare state, it is at least uh, it at least produces whole welfare families where everyone is cared for whether they deserve it or not. This communal spirit is not a peculiarity of the Tawarqs and similar desert folk, nor is it a condition of their tribal solidarity. It is rather the Islamic spirit uh, uh, more more evident. It is rather the Islamic spirit more evident among those who still live in seclusion from modern materialistic life. This spirit is to be observed in Islamic villages and towns which still bear faithfully the stamp of Islam whether the town is in the east or in the west and whether the inhabitants are Arabs or non-Arabs, whites or blacks. Muslim peoples in many localities still live uh, the life of of a plenitude of plenitude, contentment, interdependence, and solidarity in search of beneficence. They still remain close to being that uh, righteous. They still remain close to being that righteous society ordained by the propagator of the message, Muhammad, as contrasted with tens of millions of Muslims who have been seduced by modern materialistic cultures and who live for themselves and prefer to gratify their lust rather than to be beneficent toward even their relatives, let alone their neighbors. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four, the solidarity, the fruits of a righteous society. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. 
Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. This is part four of the series, The Social Responsibility in Islam, by Abdurrahman Azzam. So, the title of this part, Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. The emphasis on individual and collective responsibility is part and parcel of the teaching of right doing, the second fundamental of Islam after belief in the one Allah. No armor is more suitable for resisting evil and the ills of society than Islamic ethical upbringing, upon which the fortunes and status of men in Islamic society have always rested. It is the element which solidifies the community and preserves it from decay. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence and solidarity among the newly converted Muslims until the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib. Had molded the Ansar of Yathrib and Muhajirin of Mecca into an all-encompassing brotherhood which ultimately transcended brotherhood based on lineage and kinship. Ansar are the supporters, the people from Medina, and Muhajirun are the immigrants, the people uh, of uh, Mecca. The message gave rise to a closely knit and unified nation which became the font of all authority the consensus of that nation was low and its word was decisive. This nation came to vouch for its members who became a responsible living force, enjoying a faith and possessing a religion perfected only through loyalty to the community and sacrificing for its cause. Think not of those who are slain in the way of Allah as dead. Nay, they are living. With their Lord, they have provision. Ali Amran, chapter 3, verse 169. In Islamic communities that have uh, preserved uh, Muslim traditions, I've witnessed an incomparable sense of interdependence and solidarity, which no social architect uh, could improve on as a basis for a world society. Tawarq tribes. I have seen certain Tawarq tribes of North Africa display this uh, blissful solidarity in their lives. No one among them lives for himself only, he lives for his people. My attention was first attracted to them by a Muslim who left his own country and settled among the Tawarqs in uh, Fizan. He enjoyed the, their protection, lived by their gracious bounty, and then departed in search of a living in order to repay them their favor, leaving his family in the protection of this Islamic community. But ill luck accompanied him, and he was unable to earn enough. He came to us in uh, Misurata in Tripolitania, seeking aid it was offered to him, so he could return to his family. He returned to Misurata after an absence of about a year. It was assumed at first that he was uh, returning from his family, but it was assumed at first that he was returning from his family, but this was not the case. 
When asked why he had not gone back to his family after the first encounter, he replied, Since we last met, I have traded with what came into my hands, and what I now possess is sufficient to take back to the Tawarqs. To the Tawarqs, I inquired, or to your children, to the Tawarqs first, for they nourished my children during my absence. I will now be responsible for the children of those absent among them, and I will divide what Allah has granted me between my children and those of my neighbors. He was asked whether the entire community shared his attitude toward neighbors, and he replied, We share together and alike blessings and misfortunes. Grace is with him who displays it, and a member would be ashamed to return to the camp empty-handed, in shame not before uh, his household members but before his neighbors who await his return in the same manner as does his family. As a modern non-Muslim writer puts it, in Muslim society the family will always care for its old people, its orphans, its uh, idiots, uh, its uh, uh, near uh, duels, its near duels and even its delinquents. In this, it offers a marked contrast to the modern West where relatives are all too often looked upon as disagreeable acquaintances and where the misfits are frequently left to their fate or thrust into public institutions. If Islam is not a welfare state, it is at least, uh, it at least produces whole welfare families where everyone is cared for whether they deserve it or not. This communal spirit is not a peculiarity of the Tawarqs and similar desert folk, nor is it a condition of their tribal solidarity. It is rather the Islamic spirit uh, uh, more, more evident. It is rather the Islamic spirit more evident among those who still live in seclusion from modern materialistic life. This spirit is to be observed in Islamic villages and towns which still bear faithfully the stamp of Islam, whether the town is in the east or in the west, and whether the inhabitants are Arabs or non-Arabs, whites or blacks. Muslim peoples in many localities still live uh, the life of of a plenitude, of plenitude, contentment, interdependence, and solidarity in search of beneficence. They still remain close to being that uh, righteous, they still remain close to being that righteous society ordained by the propagator of the message Muhammad as contrasted with tens of millions of Muslims who have been seduced by modern materialistic cultures and who live for themselves and prefer to gratify their lust rather than to be beneficent toward even their relatives, let alone their neighbors. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four, the solidarity, the fruits of a righteous society. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. This is part 
four of the series, The Social Responsibility in Islam, by Abdurrahman Azzam. So, the title of this part, Solidarity, the Fruit of a Righteous Society. The emphasis on individual and collective responsibility is part and parcel of the teaching of right doing, the second fundamental of Islam after belief in the one Allah. No armor is more suitable for resisting evil and the ills of society than Islamic ethical upbringing upon which the fortunes and status of men in Islamic society have always rested. It is the element which solidifies the community and preserves it from decay. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence and solidarity among the newly converted Muslims until the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib. Had molded the Ansar of Yathrib and Muhajirin of Mecca into an all-encompassing brotherhood which ultimately transcended brotherhood based on lineage and kinship. Ansar are the supporters, the people from Medina, and Muhajirun are the immigrants, the people uh, of uh, Mecca. The message gave rise to a closely knit and unified nation which became the font of all authority the consensus of that nation was low and its word was decisive this nation came to vouch for its members who became a responsible living force enjoying a faith and possessing a religion perfected only through loyalty to the community and sacrificing for its cause think not of those who are slain in the way of allah as dead nay they are living with their Lord, they have provision. Ali Imran, chapter 3, verse 169. In Islamic communities that have preserved Muslim traditions, I've witnessed an incomparable sense of interdependence and solidarity which no social architect could improve on as a basis for a world society. Tawarq tribes. I have seen certain Tawarq tribes of North Africa display this uh, blissful solidarity in their lives. No one among them lives for himself only, he lives for his people. My attention was first attracted to them by a Muslim who left his own country and settled among the Tawarqs in uh, Fizan. He enjoyed the, their protection, lived by their gracious bounty, and then departed in search of a living in order to repay them their favor, leaving his family in the protection of this Islamic community. But ill luck accompanied him, and he was unable to earn enough. He came to us in uh, Misurata in Tripolitania, seeking aid it was offered to him, so he could return to his family. He returned to Misurata after an absence of about a year. It was assumed at first that he was uh, returning from his family, but it was assumed at first that he was returning from his family, but this was not the case. When asked why he had not gone back to his family after the first encounter, he replied, uh, 
Since we last met, I have traded with what came into my hands, and what I now possess is sufficient to take back to the Tawarqs. To the Tawarqs, I inquired, or to your children, to the Tawarqs first, for they nourished my children during my absence. I will now be responsible for the children of those absent among them, and I will divide what Allah has granted me between my children and those of my neighbors. He was asked whether the entire community shared his attitude toward neighbors, and he replied, We share together and alike blessings and misfortunes. Grace is with him who displays it, and a member would be ashamed to return to the camp empty-handed, in shame not before uh, his household members but before his neighbors who await his return in the same manner as does his family. As a modern non-Muslim writer puts it, in Muslim society the family will always care for its old people, its orphans, its uh, idiots, uh, its uh, uh, near uh, duels, its near duels and even its delinquents. In this, it offers a marked contrast to the modern West where relatives are all too often looked upon as disagreeable acquaintances and where the misfits are frequently left to their fate or thrust into public institutions. If Islam is not a welfare state, it is at least uh, it at least produces whole welfare families where everyone is cared for whether they deserve it or not. This communal spirit is not a peculiarity of the Tawarqs and similar desert folk, nor is it a condition of their tribal solidarity. It is rather the Islamic spirit uh, uh, more more evident. It is rather the Islamic spirit more evident among those who still live in seclusion from modern materialistic life. This spirit is to be observed in Islamic villages and towns which still bear faithfully the stamp of Islam whether the town is in the east or in the west and whether the inhabitants are Arabs or non-Arabs, whites or blacks. Muslim peoples in many localities still live uh, the life of of a plenitude of plenitude, contentment, interdependence, and solidarity in search of beneficence. They still remain close to being that uh, righteous. They still remain close to being that righteous society ordained by the propagator of the message Muhammad, as contrasted with tens of millions of Muslims who have been seduced by modern materialistic cultures and who live for themselves and prefer to gratify their lust rather than to be beneficent toward even their relatives, let alone their neighbors. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four. The solidarity, the fruits of a righteous society. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. This is part four of the series, The Social uh, Responsibility in Islam.
by Abdurrahman Azzam. So the title of this part, Solidarity, the Fruit of a Righteous Society. The emphasis on individual and collective responsibility is part and parcel of the teaching of right doing, the second fundamental of Islam after belief in the one Allah. No armor is more suitable for resisting evil and the ills of society than Islamic ethical upbringing, upon which the fortunes and status of men in Islamic society have always rested. It is the element which solidifies the community and preserves it from decay. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence and solidarity among the newly converted Muslims until the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib and Muhajirin of Mecca into an all-encompassing brotherhood which ultimately transcended brotherhood based on lineage and kinship. Ansar are the supporters, the people from Medina, and Muhajirun are the immigrants, the people uh, of uh, Mecca. The message gave rise to a closely knit and unified nation which became the font of all authority. The consensus of that nation was low and its word was decisive. This nation came to vouch for its members who became a responsible living force, enjoying a faith and possessing a religion perfected only through loyalty to the community and sacrificing for its cause. Think not of those who are slain in the way of Allah as dead. Nay, they are living. With their Lord they have provision. Ali Amran chapter 3 verse 169. In Islamic communities that have uh, preserved uh, Muslim traditions, I've witnessed an incomparable sense of interdependence and solidarity which no social architect uh, could improve on as a basis for a world society. Tawarq tribes. I have seen certain Tawarq tribes of North Africa display this uh, blissful solidarity in their lives no one among them lives for himself only, he lives for his people. My attention was first attracted to them by a Muslim who left his own country and settled among the Tawarqs in uh, Fizan. He enjoyed the, their protection, lived by their gracious bounty, and then departed in search of a living in order to repay them their favor, leaving his family in the protection of this Islamic community. But ill luck accompanied him and he was unable to earn enough. He came to us in uh, Misurata in Tripolitania seeking aid. It was offered to him so he could return to his family. He returned to Misurata after an absence of about a year. It was assumed at first that he was uh, returning from his family but it was assumed at first that he was returning from his family, but this was not the case. When asked why he had not gone back to his family after the first encounter, he replied, Since we last met, I have traded with what came into my hands, 
and what I now possess is sufficient to take back to the Tawarqs. To the Tawarqs, I inquired, or to your children, to the Tawarqs first, for they nourished my children during my absence. I will now be responsible for the children of those absent among them, and I will divide what Allah has granted me between my children and those of my neighbors. He was asked whether the entire community shared his attitude toward neighbors, and he replied, We share together and alike blessings and misfortunes. Grace is with him who displays it, and a member would be ashamed to return to the camp empty-handed in shame, not before uh, his household members, but before his neighbors who await his return in the same manner as does his family. As a modern non-Muslim writer puts it, in Muslim society, the family will always care for its old people, its orphans, its idiots, uh, its uh, near uh, duels, its near duels, and even its delinquents. In this, it offers a marked contrast to the modern West where relatives are all too often looked upon as disagreeable acquaintances and where the misfits are frequently left to their fate or thrust into public institutions. If Islam is not a welfare state, it, is at, least, uh, it at least produces whole welfare families where everyone is cared for whether they deserve it or not. This communal spirit is not a peculiarity of the Tawarqs and similar desert folk, nor is it a condition of their tribal solidarity. It is rather the Islamic spirit uh, uh, more more evident. It is rather the Islamic spirit more evident among those who still live in seclusion from modern materialistic life. This spirit is to be observed in Islamic villages and towns which still bear faithfully the stamp of Islam whether the town is in the east or in the west and whether the inhabitants are Arabs or non-Arabs, whites or blacks. Muslim peoples in many localities still live uh, the life of of a plenitude of plenitude, contentment, interdependence, and solidarity in search of beneficence. They still remain close to being that uh, righteous, they still remain close to being that righteous society ordained by the propagator of the message Muhammad as contrasted with tens of millions of Muslims who have been seduced by modern materialistic cultures and who live for themselves and prefer to gratify their lust rather than to be beneficent toward even their relatives, let alone their neighbors. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four, the solidarity, the fruits of a righteous society. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Solidarity, the fruit of a righteous society. This is part four of the series, The Social Responsibility in Islam, by Abdurrahman Azzam. So, 
the title of this part, Solidarity, the Fruit of a Righteous Society. The emphasis on individual and collective responsibility is part and parcel of the teaching of right doing, the second fundamental of Islam after belief in the one Allah. No armor is more suitable for resisting evil and the ills of society than Islamic ethical upbringing upon which the fortunes and status of men in Islamic society have always rested. It is the element which solidifies the community and preserves it from decay. Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence Muhammad's message emphasized and bolstered interdependence and solidarity among the newly converted Muslims until the Prophet, peace and blessing be upon him, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib, had molded the Ansar of Yathrib and Muhajirin of Mecca into an all-encompassing brotherhood which ultimately transcended brotherhood based on lineage and kinship. Ansar are the supporters, the people from Medina, and Muhajirun are the immigrants, the people uh, of uh, Mecca. The message gave rise to a closely knit and unified nation which became the font of all authority. The consensus of that nation was low and its word was decisive. This nation came to vouch for its members who became a responsible living force, enjoying a faith and possessing a religion perfected only through loyalty to the community and sacrificing for its cause. Think not of those who are slain in the way of Allah as dead. Nay, they are living. With their Lord they have provision. Ali Imran chapter 3 verse 169. In Islamic communities that have uh, preserved uh, Muslim traditions, I've witnessed an incomparable sense of interdependence and solidarity which no social architect uh, could improve on as a basis for a world society. Tawarq tribes. I have seen certain Tawarq tribes of North Africa display this uh, blissful solidarity in their lives no one among them lives for himself only, he lives for his people. My attention was first attracted to them by a Muslim who left his own country and settled among the Tawarqs in uh, Fizan. He enjoyed the, their protection, lived by their gracious bounty, and then departed in search of a living in order to repay them their favor, leaving his family in the protection of this Islamic community. But ill luck accompanied him and he was unable to earn enough. He came to us in uh, Misurata in Tripolitania seeking aid. It was offered to him so he could return to his family. He returned to Misurata after an absence of about a year. It was assumed at first that he was uh, returning from his family, but was assumed at first that he was returning from his family but this was not the case when asked why he had not gone back to his family after the first encounter he replied since we last met i have traded with what came into my hands and what i now possess is sufficient to take back to the 
tawarqs. To the tawarqs, I inquired, or to your children. To the tawarqs first, for they nourished my children during my absence. I will now be responsible for the children of those absent among them, and I will divide what Allah has granted me between my children and those of my neighbors. He was asked whether the entire community shared his attitude toward neighbors, and he replied, We share together and alike blessings and misfortunes. Grace is with him who displays it, and a member would be ashamed to return to the camp empty-handed, in shame not before uh, his household members but before his neighbors who await his return in the same manner as does his family. As a modern non-Muslim writer puts it, in Muslim society the family will always care for its old people, its orphans, its idiots, uh, its uh, uh, near uh, duels, its near duels and even its delinquents. In this, it offers a marked contrast to the modern West where relatives are all too often looked upon as disagreeable acquaintances and where the misfits are frequently left to their fate or thrust into public institutions. If Islam is not a welfare state, it is at least uh, it at least produces whole welfare families where everyone is cared for whether they deserve it or not. This communal spirit is not a peculiarity of the Tawarqs and similar desert folk, nor is it a condition of their tribal solidarity. It is rather the Islamic spirit uh, uh, more more evident. It is rather the Islamic spirit more evident among those who still live in seclusion from modern materialistic life. This spirit is to be observed in Islamic villages and towns which still bear faithfully the stamp of Islam whether the town is in the east or in the west and whether the inhabitants are Arabs or non-Arabs, whites or blacks. Muslim peoples in many localities still live uh, the life of of a plenitude of plenitude, contentment, interdependence, and solidarity in search of beneficence. They still remain close to being that uh, righteous. They still remain close to being that righteous society ordained by the propagator of the message Muhammad, as contrasted with tens of millions of Muslims who have been seduced by modern materialistic cultures and who live for themselves and prefer to gratify their lust rather than to be beneficent toward even their relatives, let alone their neighbors. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four. The solidarity, the fruits of a righteous society.